beautiful and amazing hockey people out there in the hockey world. This is Jeff again with uh, What the Puck, brought to you by Game On, a sports podcast for everyone. Um, I'm coming at you again uh, midweek. Uh, we have our uh, special guest from across the uh, pond, uh, Dan Brain, coming on here in a few minutes. But uh, before that, before we get into a uh, hockey tea time chat for this week and to go over the uh, Spring Cup uh, results as well as looking into the weekend real quick, I just want to give a loud shout out to our uh, few sponsors that we do have out there. The first one is going to be uh, Forecheck clothing company um over there in bracknell with uh, mike and paul um those guys are doing some amazing things um they got a really cool uh new goalie glove out helps uh take the impact off of the shots on the uh catcher side so make sure you check that out as well as a bunch of other of their uh, hockey swag um they got hoodies beanies um shirts just check them out you can find them at uh www.forcheck.co.uk. You can also find them on Instagram at forcheck underscore clothing and also on Facebook at forcheck clothing. Our next one is a good buddy of mine out in California, has a really great workout company. So if you're looking to get back into the gym or just finding uh, or attempting to find new product to kind of help you give you that extra boost either in the gym, outside the gym, um, or even want to look good while doing it, um, you can find uh, my buddy uh, Eric at www.eflownutrition.com. And also, if you go onto any kind of uh, social media, just type in the search engine eFlow Nutrition and you will find them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I do believe they're on TikTok and a few other uh, social media sources. So when you go to order, um, as you're uh, going to uh, check out, make sure you put in the uh, put in there uh, WTP explanation point two zero two one um as a promo code it'll give you a really great deal on your uh, orders so make sure you uh, uh finish off with uh, that also um i want to give a loud shout out to a few more friends over in the uk uh hockey art clothing company um they've sent us a couple of uh t-shirts i'm going to try to get out on a trail this weekend and uh get uh, some pictures uh, taken with that but you can find them on Facebook at Hockey Art Clothing, um, on Instagram and Twitter. You can find them at Hockey Art Co. And you can also check out a bunch of their amazing t-shirts and uh, other stuff at www.hockeyartclothing.co.uk. So um, one other thing that I do want to mention um, with this week being uh, International Women's Week the uh, Romford uh, Raiders uh, Junior Ice Hockey uh, Program. Um, you can find them on a couple different uh, sources at Raiders Junior Ice Hockey. They're going to be doing a ladies' night with uh, Saffron Allen and Jody Bloom. As you know, I've I interviewed them a couple weeks ago. Um, really great uh, ladies, really great athletes, and they're also going to have Kim Lane and Elia Wakeling. Um, I've known uh, Kim myself just because of my uh, Peterborough uh, Phantoms uh, connections and being a part of that family um, or hockey family, I should say. And Elia Wakeling, she is also a member of the uh, women's uh, team GB national ice hockey team. So make sure you check them out. It's going to be at 7 p.m. General Mountain Time um, or uh, for those of us that are listening on the uh, East Coast uh, with the uh, U.S. Uh, time difference, that'd be 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so make sure you check them out. You can find them on a Zoom link, and that can be found on their uh, social media pages. Um, so make sure you check our pages out, too, because we're going to have those up for those that are interested uh, for tomorrow. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in Mr. Dan Brain, and we will be going over the uh, week weekend uh festivities in uh in the spring cup so as promised guys um mr dan brains with us again how you doing mate i'm good thanks for having me on again as always so a uh, little bit of I, I don't know if we want to call it hockey action this weekend or slaughter or just uh yeah seeing... um extinction level event i don't know yeah pretty much depends on how you want to look at it I mean, I mean, it's almost like we know who's going to be the top two teams that are going to be battling for the cup, unless if some yeah. miracle happens over the next three weeks. Yeah, I mean, that's who's going to be fighting it out, funnily enough, next weekend. 
yeah. over this weekend coming so in a couple of days. So, so yeah, looking forward to that actually. We'll talk about that in a moment, I suppose. Yeah. So let's start off with last Friday. Um, I know yeah. you're pulling for Raiders. I was pulling for bees. One of us won, one of us lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a five-four game to the bees, and it was it was close. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, the bees took pulled back two goals in the last three minutes of the game. Yeah, and they pulled them back twenty-six seconds apart. So they were on a charge. They just run out of time, unfortunately. Yep. Which is a shame, but it, the game was as close as I expected it to be. Um, you know, a fair few penalties, a lot of matching penalties in the game. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was one of those things. But again, it was silly things like too many men or, you know, a trip or a slash. It was, there was nothing Blaine. too bad about it. Yeah, it was just a regular game of hockey. This stuff happens. Yep. So, yeah, I'm not overly... Yeah, I don't think there was anything there to be too upset about. Both teams gave a good account of themselves. Unfortunately, for the Raiders, they didn't come out on top. So yep. they remain rooted to the bottom of the table. Bees pick up a, a, another couple of points. And, 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 the, and the one thing that I've noticed, just even if it's, be, if it's a loss or an onslaught win... It it seems like the same names are scoring over and over again for these teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think on the flip side, if we have a look down the score sheet, I mean, I've got it up in front of me now. So for the bees, Josh Smith picked up uh, one. Vanya Ransnov, uh, he picked up a couple. He's kind of guesting for them at the moment. And in fact, picked up three, and then the other one was Johan uh, Lundgren. Who he's a Slough junior. He's played most of his hockey in the UK. So, despite the name, he is a British trained player. Yeah. <clears throat> Apart from Ansonov, who, to be fair, played a lot of his junior hockey with Bracknell as well. These are all people that will remain with Bracknell for the next few seasons. I got you. So, I don't have any complaints about that. And to be honest, exactly the same with the Raiders. You know, all their scorers. Uh, I mean, obviously, Zach Sullivan, maybe not. He'll be back in the elite. In fact, he's <laughs> off on the draft. But you're looking at the other guys, Callum Wells um, and Aaron Connolly. They're regular Romford players. So I don't see an issue with those guys. Yeah, and I see a so, uh, I see a Phantoms, uh, Phantoms player that they're borrowing right now. Billing also got on the assist board. Yeah, Glennie. He'll be happy with that. I mean, he's been able to run up points on a regular basis. And so that's going to keep him nicely match fit. It's going to definitely increase his standing when the next season starts, whenever the next season starts, yeah. which I'll be honest, is looking good for its regular time in September. I've noticed that. Um, I just seen that a couple names got uh, added onto the e board as well too. a couple former players, which is probably going to be better for them. Uh, I forgot the name of the position, but it's almost like a, kind of like a player's level position where they can evaluate the players if I am correct yeah kind of I've not seen much of that but at the same time you've got guys coming in and playing Um, the divisions below now have now started their um, recruitment so we've got some players heading downstairs which is good um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to get ready for the next segment on this one, which is worth, um, which would be worth bringing up. But I'll, I'll come back to that in a moment. But yeah, so that was Friday. Friday was a, a good close game. Um, not to be for the Raiders, unfortunately, but the bees welcomed the points. Yeah, it, it was the only close game we could say. <laughs> <clears throat> Pretty much, yeah. Um, I mean the bees. The following day, the bees had to go up to oh. Sheffield. Oh, <laughs> the Steel Dogs. Yeah, and that was that was not pretty. <laughs> that yeah, was not it, pretty at all. Yeah, but it was softer on Saturday than it was on su- Sunday. But we'll get into that here in a little bit. Yeah, I mean Saturday. I mean Sheffield players scored. You've got um, Nathan Salem, uh, Jason Hewitt. 
he's GB International occasionally, but he was player coach for the whole Pirates. Yep. Um, ben Lake, another GB International. Uh, but then you've got Salem with his second goal. Um, Alex Graham, who's a really hot young talent. He is worth watching. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, all he's over the scoreboard. Nicely. Yeah. Even when he's not putting points on the board uh, or the pucks behind the net, he's putting points on sticks to help yeah. other players put uh, put the biscuit in the basket. Yeah, and that's going to make him a very popular player with yeah. the rest of his team. So, yeah, I don't think there's much of an issue on that one. Um, Salem again, Hewitt again. That's good. Not too many penalties. I mean, you look at the number of penalty minutes, 39 to 8. Yeah. That seems really bad, but at the end of the day, what have you got? You got from Sheffield, one interference, one delay of game. Well, sorry, two delays of game and one holding penalty. It was the bees that actually took it with the uh, high sticking plus the uh, 20, yeah, the five, 20 minutes. Yeah, the five plus game for high sticking. So and then that's going to look worse than it is, but it's still only eight penalties across both teams. Yeah. So it's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, then, Danny Milton got a good run out with the bees. Um, managed to keep Steel Dogs out and stop Steel Dogs scoring at all in the third period. So that's, you know, good for him. Yep. And then on the other side of that, Steel Dogs had Lordane net. He's covering for um, Dimos Mostra. Yep. He's out with an old injury that seems to have come back, which is a shame for him because he's been playing really well. Yeah. It... So Lordane, they got uh, Miles Finney out. Uh, part of the way through the second period. And he had a 10-shot game and kept the score clean as well. So it was a good day for the backups on that one as well. So, and I mean, it's... Oh, I'm not good, but the backups. And you can't fun. really put it all on the goalies in this one. I mean, when no. you're sitting there seeing 40 shots <clears throat> divided between two goalies and one of the goalies takes 26 out of the nine, minus the 19 that came in the third period, it's... It, yeah. it's hard for a goalie when you're getting blasted on and nothing yeah, yeah. no kind of return. Yeah, it is. And I mean, we've said it, and I mean, we both know what it's like, maybe at a different level, but we both know what it's like. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if someone gets a shot on your goal, it's because five other guys on the ice have already screwed up. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, it is what it is. The other Saturday game, now this one I thought would go the other way. I got this one really quite wrong, and boy, did I get it wrong in style. Oh, thought, well, yeah. I, I thought it would be close. I thought Swindon Wildcats would edge the Saturday. I thought they would, because they were at home, they'd have home team advantage. And, they, you know, they'd score. And the kind of score lines I could imagine happening was maybe a 6 4, you know, keep it quite close. Yeah, especially with the roster they have. Um... Yeah. yeah, but the end result was Swindon Wildcats 2, Telford Tigers 9. <laughs> it was seven goal spreads on both games. I mean, you could not have predicted that. And the thing that I noticed too, so let's take the game prior to that one, the Steel Dogs versus Bees. Everything yeah. was done within the first one and a half periods. And after that, it yeah. just kind of like seemed like it coasted a little bit. I mean, I I wasn't able to watch it, of course, being on this side and not having access yeah, to the it. The time zones and all the other bits, yeah. But just looking at the scoring... um, and the time markers, it's almost like Steel Dogs had Steel Dogs went out, they did what they wanted to do, they took the lead real quick, they kept control of it, and then they just kind of like eased yeah. off and kind of turned into a practice squad, kind of almost. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, if I spoke to uh the coach or if I spoke to either the owners and told them that, yeah. I'd, I'd probably get told two words and the second one to be off, but yeah. uh, that's not the point. But at the same time, I do see your point. And I do wonder if that did have some bearing to it because if you're seven goals up, you don't risk players. Yeah. You've still got the rest of the week. You know, you've still got the rest of the weekend. You've still got the rest of this little season to play yet. So, you know, you don't bother. You just, just let it go. You've yeah. got the points. That's all you need. And it seemed that way in the uh, Tigers game too. It's like they took <laughs> took command early in the period, or early in the first period and a half, and then after that, just 
you don't see much after yeah 31 minutes into the second or at the 31 38 mark in the second period you don't see anything again till like almost the last 10 minutes of the game yeah i mean well i mean for those for people watching at home i mean i've got the score sheet up in front of me at the moment um tiger scored at four minutes eight minutes eight minutes 18 minutes um the wildcats got one goal and that came through Tom's Rutkiss, a Swindon trained player, very good. He's been icing with Cardiff Devils a fair bit as well in yep. the Elite League. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he got an unassisted goal with six seconds to go in the period. Yeah, that was probably so just again, mental laps on uh, Tigers. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, you've got um, the Tigers 4-1 up at the end of the first. Yep. They get into the second, two goals in the first, well, three goals in the first half of the period. Yeah. So then 7-1 up. At that point, you, know, you can afford to take your foot off the gas a bit. And I do wonder if those first two goals were just the uh, just the marker to say, we're in control. That is yep. it. You stop. Yep. Don't bother anymore. And to be fair to the Wildcats, they didn't stop. They kept trying. Um, and you know, forty, you know, just under halfway through the third period, they got a power play goal through um, Balint uh, Pakowski, their Polish player. Yep. Um, yeah, it was assisted, assisted by Malazinski and Aaron Nell, and it's almost as if. Swindon have scored that and Telford have just slapped them straight back down again. Power play goal from Schruder. Ross or Venus. Or yeah, Venus, my apologies. Yeah, and then a second power play goal with 90 seconds left from Cole Shudra. Yep. I, I understand that the Swindon coaches um interview at the end of that game may not have been uh, overly congratulatory towards I, the Tigers. I, I, I saw a couple of uh, pictures of Nell at the like people that just screenshot him and throw him on uh, social media and the look on his face was just like pure white. It was almost like ghostly. His jaw dropped, his eyes wide and it's just it, it's it's almost like he was shell shocked. Um yeah yeah I, I I completely get that as well because I mean the Wildcats have a good squad. Yeah. They have a very good squad and yeah, you know, they stayed competitive with the Steel Dogs, who are the other yeah. very good team. They stayed competitive with Steel Dogs all the way through the games. Yeah. Yeah. And in this one, I think I mean I'm looking at the Tigers list, Tigers team list. And so Rob Lakovich. Elite League, GB. Um, Cole Shudra, ex-Steel Dogs, been playing some Elite League over the last year. Ross Venus, um, quite an experienced Elite League player these days. Um, I think he's playing alongside uh, Luke Ferrara at Coventry Blaze. Oh, wow. So, you know, he's he's a good lad. And just to mention uh, Luke Ferrara... um... I saw the little uh, commentary uh, video today reminding people how many more days it is until uh, hockey starts for the Elite League that will start, that will yeah. mention a little bit here in a little bit, but it was a game-winning goal. I'm I'm not sure who it was against, but it was a two-on-one pass to him, and he just pops it over the goalie's glove. Beautiful little execution on that one. So, yeah. But – and. The, Remember, folks, this is only the Saturday's game. These are two games that between the Tigers and the Steel Dogs, they had a combined goal count of my simple math is not the greatest. So just under 20 goals between the two teams. And it yeah. doesn't get any better for the teams the next day <laughs> that we're about to go into. And Yeah, you know, so Sunday. And, and, and so – before we get on to the rest of the games on Sunday, one of my friends that runs an adult show, and it does talk about a lot of different areas of fun 
I'll, I'll say since yes. this is kind of like a PG 13. Yeah. Maybe. So we're using a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of insinuation on this one. So last month was, was February was bondage month for those that are into that kind of stuff. And this weekend, it seems like the, the bees and the cats should have had a uh, safe word because, Um, because it was just pure torture. I mean, I really hope, I I hope other people are getting a laugh out of this. Like you are Dan and I'm kind of like holding my laughter on the inside. But yeah, it, I, I I honestly thought bondage month was over until I saw this last week in scores. Yeah, let, so. let's let's start with the scores. So some good news for the bees on Sunday, uh, whereas they were shut out on the Saturday, they managed to score four goals on the Sunday. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Sheffield were able to score ten. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's you've got to you know at some point someone should have been ready to throw the towel in on that one but no it's not worried too much so they were playing in slough they were playing at b's home rink um and it was getting close to being the liam kirk show again he four goals five points in that game picked up two penalty picked up a minor penalty as well for hooking um into the first but yeah it was nothing to worry about really so scoring order, uh, Hewitt opens for the Bees at seven minutes, eight minutes. Delayed penalty goal for Josh Martin. Again, he's one of these guys. He's going to be a long-term Bees player. And he's not afraid to be a gritty player at all, but he can also score. And I think he's going to be a good player long-term for the Bees. So as much as I hate saying this, but you're a fan of this team, so he's almost like a uh, Brad Marchand. Yeah, very much so. Uh, same team colours as well, black and gold. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, I can't knock I, I can knock on Brad Marchand, but I can't knock on him because he's better than Tom Wilson. So, yeah. so there you go. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, looking at this, though, you've got um, Kirk then scores again at just under 13 minutes, just over 13 minutes, Kieran Long equalises for the Bs. And then you've got a last second squeaker, well, last second, there were 29 seconds remaining, really, from Jason Hewitt. So the Tigers, sorry, the Steel Dogs go into this leading 3-2 at the end of the first. And you think, great, it's a lovely close game. (laughs) This is going to be a good one to watch. So 30 seconds into the second period... Just, <laughs> Alex I, Graham pops up again. So this youngster we spoke about on Saturday, where he popped up with two goals, yeah, and he's doing the right things, going to the right places, doing the right stuff. Boom! Thirty seconds in, and he's doing the same thing again. And then thirty seconds later, and <laughs> then twenty, Kirk. and then twenty-five seconds later, Alex Graham. And then it's like no, no, John John o. Phillips. But yeah, I mean, three and a half minutes later, it's Graham again. It's like, yeah. I, 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 feel again, sorry, I felt sorry for Goss. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, Goss is not, despite how it looks, I mean, 62% save, or 68% save in any game is never good, but he's a better goalie than his numbers suggest. He just hit a Steel Dogs team that were riding high, yep. and he had a Bees team in front of him that should have been riding a bit higher than they were, but they were down on themselves for whatever reason. And as a result, you know, they took a hammering. I mean, Dan Milton, Danny Milton went back in in the second period. Yep. Shipped another four goals. So he's not, re- you know, you can't lay this at Goss. It's the same yep. thing both ends. Yep. As it was, Lorde, you know, Steel Dogs went up. They only, you know, they took Miles Finney as a backup netminder. Again, good name for the future, but Lorde carried it. Eighty-two percent save, nothing great. Got, but he got the job done. And Goss and Milton again split it. Um, and yeah, again Milton took. It seems like Milton took the blunt of the uh, heat too. I mean, his save percentage was a lot better than Goss, whereas Goss only made thirteen saves versus versus nineteen shots, where Milton had twenty-five shots or twenty-five saves versus the twenty-nine shots. 
Um, yeah. Just maybe I, I would stick with Milton. I mean, he did the same thing the day before he had 19 shots and 18 saves. I mean, is there something there that they don't want to start Milton or? Danny Milton has been the backup netminder at the bees for quite some time. Um, he is a good backup, to be honest. I think I've only seen him start a couple of times in over the years. And every year I say, you know what, this year could be the year that Milton steps up and shows that he should be the starter. Um, this little game, probably not. You know, this little series, probably not because it is um, very much a skating opportunity for elite players as well as the regular league yeah. players. Possibly not. From September, I think Milton should be really pushing to get that number one spot. Whether he'll do that with the current coaching team in place in um, at the Bees or not, I don't know. But you. You know, he's not he's not a bad netminder. So it's not so much of a game versus who's walking the uh, pine, is what you're saying. Pretty gotcha. much, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So the other game on Sunday, um, again. The result kind of went the way I expected it to. I expected the Tigers to take the home leg of this split series. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be quite as um, emphatic as it was. So Telford Tigers 7, Swindon Wildcats 2. Both the Wildcats goals coming on the power play. Um, One for Ben Nethersell, which is good to see. And one for Paul Kelsall. Again, both they're both Wildcats players that I would hope to see for a good few years coming. Kind of like Neil Lydiard, who, I mean, plays number 44. I think he's actually 44 years old too. Um, he's, by hockey years, he's ancient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still, he's still doing, he's still, I would say, probably one of the best players in the second tier. Because where he might not be quite as fast as he was, he's thinking four or five steps ahead of everyone else because he's been playing for so long. Yeah. Because he knows what he's doing. So, yeah, yeah. more than make up for it. So he's the Joe Thornton or the, yeah. uh, uh, what's his name out in uh, San Jose who's probably getting ready to retire. Um, yeah, anyway. one of those. Yeah. yeah. Well, the name will come back later. I think probably the talking points for this one would be Cole Shudra's match penalty. Now, he picked up a match penalty for kicking. I haven't seen, I didn't see the incident that caused this. I might have to have a look on uh, online later to see if I can find it. But a match penalty for kicking, I think he's going to be out for, for a few games after this. Kicking? Which is <clears throat> kicking, yes. <laughs> I mean, straight, to, straight match penalty at uh, 43-46. And that, the misery to that was added to with a, um, a high-sticking penalty against Kieran Brown as well. So the two former Sheffield boys going, going straight to the box. So is this kicking penalty anything like the happy Gilmore, I'm going to take my skate off and charge after you kind of penalty? Or... I think it is literally more like a game of football or soccer in our case, in your case, where you know you just kind of take a, a kick and you boot someone in the shins. But the fact is, you're doing it with a intent footwear that's got a protective toe cover on and a knife strapped on the underside. Gotcha. Probably, probably not the same. But I mean, that gave the Wildcats a five-on-three, and that's where they got their second goal. But, um, I mean, the Wildcats kind of screwed themselves in that one. Not long, you know, still the uh, Tigers had not long cleared that penalty. They picked up another one a couple of minutes later for slashing. So. And then, you know, just after they've got all that penalty trouble cleared, next thing you know, the Wildcats pick up a two plus 10 for checking from behind. Yeah. You know, They've shot, they've shot themselves in the foot on that game, I think. 
Oh, yes. So one of the biggest lessons to all of you that are listening right now, and this is no stab at either the the bees or the wildcats, but have a safety word, please. I mean, it's very important to have a safety word nowadays. Just... Yeah, and a great beforehand, make sure everybody knows. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> um, don't rely on the refs because we all know the refs are unreliable. Um, yeah. But make sure you have someone on the side yeah. that's that's mutual. Have a safety word, folks. Just keyword going into games <laughs> like this. And yeah, so let's have a quick look at this weekend coming. Well, I, I have one quick because... question. Uh, one quick question. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so I noticed that uh, Jordan Marr isn't on the roster for uh, Swindon. Uh, uh, Pierre or Pere, is there a backup, Nettie? Is there a reason yeah, why? Or... To be honest, I've not seen. Um, there's been no release from the Wildcats regarding this that I've seen, so... Yeah, it may just be a case that if they're starting with Renimar, which would make sense, he is their signed player. If they've got, I think, um, Perry is their backup, their regular backup. So if he's available, put him in, give him game time, get him ready for next season. That's fine. I, I don't see you. an issue. I think it is just a coincidence more than anything else. I got you. So, yeah. But, I mean, the Bees have got next week off. Actually, no, uh, they have... Their uh, next game is the... Actually, no, they don't. They're playing yeah. Raiders on Friday. Yeah, it's going to be uh, the home-and-home home series, except it's going to be a week apart. Yeah. So, that'd be good for... Um, that'd be good for Raiders and Bees. So, that game will be Friday. That's uh, 7.45pm face-off. Yep. So... Mid-morning for you guys? Roughly. No, it won't be mid-afternoon. 7.45? Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah, yeah 2 40, uh, about 2.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And yeah. then... So, Raiders have got three games next weekend because they're also going back-to-back with Swindon Wildcats. So, that'll be an opportunity for the Wildcats to get back to winning again. But um, I think probably the game that's going to decide or the games that will decide who I think will win the Spring Cup this year is the back-to-back games between Sheffield Steel Dogs and Telford Tigers. So the first of those is at home in Telford. That's a, an af- early afternoon face-off, 3 o'clock in Telford. And then the following day is 5 o'clock in Sheffield. God, I, I think... I... That is, those games are both going to be worth. I think they're both going to be worth watching. If if I could watch those games, oh my god, I those would be the two games that I'd actually pay to watch. But I won't be yeah. around that Saturday. I'm going to be uh, off on a uh, nice little adventure to South Carolina. Um, going to cool. go hiking, and then uh, Sunday I will definitely be working. Um, when this game's going on, I mean these are the two games that I'd really love to watch because I. I don't think it's going to be so much of a blood battle as it's going to be a goalie battle. And depending on, I mean, yeah. I wonder if, uh, uh, I don't want to butcher his name, the goalie for uh, Sheffield that's on injury. Demosa Mostra. Yeah. I wonder if he'll make his return for that. I, I would kind of hope so because I think he will give probably the best view of what I think they're capable of. Um, I mean, Brad, it's also going to be interesting because Brad Day, who is starting, who seems to be starting most of the games for um, the Tigers, is an ex-Sheffield netminder. Huh. So uh, that could be interesting. <laughs> Bit of a, I mean, he's he's definitely got some skin in this game. Without a doubt, he's got some skin in this game. Yeah. Um. I think it should be interesting. I think looking at the players, I mean, again, Cole Shudra, if he's able to play, Kieran Brown, both ex-Sheffield. So I think there's going to be quite a bit of, uh, it's going to be some rivalry. Yeah. And I think it's going to come down to which team make the least mistakes. And if anybody's so, listening over there and can just kind of... To, 
Well, I was going to say, if anybody's uh, listening before the game's happening, you can feed me that somehow or just, just let me know what's going on and having video clips sent to me. I'd love to see that. That <laughs> is just one thing I just – between those two teams this weekend. Yeah. So. But it be interesting to keep an eye on because it's definitely um, – I think that's going to be – those can be two games. If you don't watch any other games from this series – yeah, these are the ones to watch. Um, if you've got Fire TV, so Amazon Fire, I think the Ticket Co app is available on Amazon Fire, so you can pick up the games through that. So yeah, definitely worth watching. I mean, they're going to be what 10 a.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. Eastern Saturday yep. and Sunday. Yeah. Or so, uh, yeah. Yep. So let's uh, do what we did last week. Let's make our picks. Um, I'll let you go first with the Bees Raiders. Okay, Bees Raiders, I am going to risk it. I'm going to say Bees again, although my heart says Bees. Sorry, my heart says Raiders, my head says Bees. I think the Bees will take it, but I think it will be close, probably going to overtime. Well, at least it's not your knees because... What's that? Yeah, if it was the knees, well, I'd, I'd fall over. But yeah, no, I mean, I expect the Bees to take it probably in overtime, but I would love to see the Raiders get some points on the board. I was going to say, if it was in your knees, then you'd just call it the Bees' knees. <laughs> well, exactly. I know, dad joke. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, dad joke. <laughs> so. Yeah, enough of that. Or, I okay, mean, so, uh... one more dad joke, one more dad joke. So, <laughs> so if a bunch of bees ladies were out in the uh, out in the sands, able to watch the bees on the ice, you know the uh, bees on the ice would be saying to all those bees ladies, "Go on, hey, do do, baby, I got you, honey, don't you worry." Said, "Hey." <laughs> anyway, let's. Uh, Let's go on to the next Jeff, one. Jeff, just, just don't stand in the corner and think about what you've just done. <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't have any right. copy. No copyright, <laughs> so I'm cool. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so um, Wildcats, Raiders, Saturday and Sunday. Um, sorry, Raiders fans. Swindon, both games. And possibly not even close. Um, I think... The Wildcats will be going out with a point to prove. So, Tigers, Steel Dogs. I had to flip a coin for this one earlier. I think it's going to be Tigers both games. Tigers? Yeah. And again, it's going to be close. I think it's going to be down to who picks up the least injuries. And I think Tigers... Losing Shudra to a uh, match penalty. So at the very least, he's going to miss Saturday, possibly Sunday as well. Yeah. Um, that might hurt them. But at the same time, the Tigers game plan is going to be fundamentally down to keeping Liam Kirk quiet. Yeah. Um, and I think that could be a mistake. Because then, there's more to the Steel Dogs than just Liam Kirk. And I was just about to say that. I mean, you got Salem, you got uh, Hewitt, you have. Yeah. I mean, those are your two go getters right there, as well as uh, 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 Graham. I mean, or who did I say? Sam Graham and Hewitt are, are. It seems as though those are the three that are consistently popping up on the board. And then at the same time, you got to watch O'Connor with his uh, assisting. Yeah, uh, Ben O'Connor is a great setup player. Uh, and Lake, you know, you don't get into the GB team doing nothing. But watch for guys like actually Brady Doxy as well, James Spurs. Spurs, a veteran, he's been around a long time. Um, he, again, I know from his time playing at Peterborough, he's a very fast, very nippy player. And he's got the experience now to go with his speed, which he gets himself in some really quite dangerous positions if you're a defender. Yeah. But yeah, um, Charlie Thompson's another one to watch for. He pops up every now and then in the goal sheet when 
you don't expect him to. So, so you, you're going to go Tigers the, both? I'm going to go Tigers both, um, mostly because if I look at the Tigers roster, you know, you've got guys like Sam Jones and Rob Lakovich, both very good players. Uh, Dan Rose is underrated. Jonathan Weaver and Jason Silverthorne. Those guys, if you snap them in half, they would bleed Tigers' colours. Yeah. So, but they're both very, very good and they're well worth keeping on. Uh, Sam Watkins and Jack, Jack Watkins, um, again, they're not, and this is something I will say generally about Tiger, Tigers as a team, yeah. they're not rock stars. None of the Tigers team, really, I mean, although I've picked out a couple of names, none of them are what you call rock star players. Yep. I would call them all rock solid. Gotcha, gotcha. And they're they're a team, they're not a group of individuals. Sheffield are a team, they're not a group of individuals. So you're going to see two very good teams going up against each other. Gotcha. Um, but, I mean, with guys like Scott McKenzie down the lines and playing well, um, Ricky Plant down the lines playing well, I mean, he's picking up a lot of assists. It's tight. But I think it may be Tigers. And I kind of feel like putting tight and Tigers in the same sentence. <laughs> almost need a Dutch accent. Sure, um, yeah, she's going to be tight. Like a Tiger. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't just love Gorge, you know. There's only two anyway, things. Enough that, <laughs> There's yeah. only two things that I don't like. I don't like people who judge other, other cultures and the Dutch. Yeah, see why that. <laughs> but yeah, so there um, you go. That, that's my pick. So I'm gonna go tigers, but only just. By hair. Yeah, at least by whisker. Uh, so my picks. I'm gonna go ahead and stick with the bees. Um, on Friday. Um, I don't know. I okay. So I'm gonna go out on a limb on this one and say it's gonna be a home and home. It's gonna be fifty-fifty between Raiders and Wildcats. I'm going to say it's going to be a split. Okay. Um, especially without not saying that there's any, I have anything against uh, Remy. But between him yeah. and uh, Perry, it seems as though without Jordan there, they've been, they haven't been the te- same team in the, the lat- in those two games where they could have kept up, I believe, if Jordan was in net. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with a 50 50 split with them. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Tiger Slow Dogs. What do you do for this one? I mean, oh. okay, I'm going to go with a 50-50 split too because I I just can't. It's like the it's like a box of Lucky Charms. Do you pick the cereal or do you pick the marshmallows? I I mean, <laughs> together they're both really good, but apart yeah. it's you know. So those are my picks for those two, or for those uh for the next weekend. Um. Just real quick, um, moving on from the uh, NHL into the Elite League, um, I've been seeing yeah. a lot of stuff about the uh, the draft. Um, if you want to explain a little bit on that, because I, not because I'm an American, but because I, I'm watching this and I'm like seeing so many different things, and it's like I I don't know what's what and who's. I mean, I know who, who some of them are, but it's like you're seeing different things on everybody's pages. So if you want to go into that for yeah. a little bit before we close out. Okay, so the draft, like everything done in Britain, we take the American idea, the American sport, and then we put our own twist on it and make it completely unrecognisable from the way you guys do it. This is probably closer to a pickup game. Okay. In terms of how the team's been decided. Each of the four teams has been able to pick five protected players. So they've got to be players that are either signed to play with that team for next season already or players that um, played for your team in the last season um, or in the last running season. So I'm just looking down the list of protected players from Coventry Blaze. Luke Ferrara is protected. And again, not surprised he was top Brit scorer last year. Ross Venus, who has been playing for... um, Tigers, I think. Someone will correct me on that when I'm wrong. Uh, Jordan Headley, 
I think he's been playing. He's protected Netminder, Dave Clements. He's been playing um, as well. I've got a feeling. Let me just double check because those names. Yeah, so Jordan Headley's been playing with Telford. Um, Clements has been playing with Telford. Uh, Ross Venus has been playing with Telford. So <laughs> basically, you're there. Cole Shudra has been playing with Telford. He's also signed for Coventry. Paul Swindlehurst, he's a good one to keep an eye on. Antonov from the Bees, Tom's Rutkiss from the Wildcats, both gone to the Blaze. And then each of the teams have a three-man taxi squad. Now, their definition taxi squad, and I don't know how this jibes with the NHL, are basically three guys who will train with the teams. They will go through all the same protocols. They won't travel with them, but they will be available in case of injury or COVID protocols kicking in and someone dropping out. So Sam Russell, um, younger brother of Ben Russell, yep. he's been playing with Milton Keynes Lightning, and he's actually shown himself to be a very good young player. So hopefully this will be a good opportunity for him. Will Bray and Austin Mitchell-King, he's been playing for Telford. He's one of the taxi squad for Coventry. Uh, Manchester Storm, they protected Dallas Earhart, which is understandable. Joe Hazeldine, Zach Sullivan, who's been playing for the Raiders. Kieran Long, who's been playing for the Bees. Uh, Finley Ulrich, who I don't really know much about. But then they've also gone and picked out Ben Lake. He's been playing with the uh, Steel Dogs. Josh Batch, I've seen his name around a few times. He's a good player. Uh, ben Davis, he's good as well. A name you'll be familiar with, Declan Barmer. Yep. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Matty Haywood, he's going to be up for Manchester as well. And then former Phantom, uh, Craig Peacock. He has been drafted into um, Manchester Storm. Oh, okay. And so their taxi squad, uh, Jacob Lutvich, who I don't really know, Ben Solder, he's been playing national division so far, and Sam Gospel, who he's their taxi squad goalie. He's been playing with the Leeds Chiefs. Okay. I remember him from Telford, so. Yeah, yeah. So Panthers, Nottingham Panthers, he's one of the big, they're one of the biggest names in um, British hockey. So they've got Jackson, so the protected players are Jackson Whistle, Josh Tetlow. He guested for uh, the Phantoms last season. Uh, Robert Lakovich, he's been playing for the Tigers, I think. Probably wrong. Brett Perlini, um, brother of Brendan Perlini. Dished around the, uh, he kind of went around the peripheries of the NHL for a little while. I think he's playing in Europe now and he's doing very well. Oh, nice, nice. Ollie Betteridge, excellent and Wildcats. He's been picked for the Panthers. He's done very well for himself. Ben Bounds, ex Steel Dogs, GB goalie. um, Probably faced more rubber than any other team at the last World Championships. Um, Lewis Hook, ex-Phantom, he's been playing for the Bees. Uh, Mark Garside, Owen Griffiths, ex-Phantom. Kieran Brown, uh, currently Telford, ex-Steel Dogs, Jordan Kelsall from the Wildcats. And um, the taxi squad, Liam Stenson, don't know, Will Curlin, don't know. But a name that will be familiar for anyone who's spent any time with... um, the Phantoms Juniors or has followed the Elite League uh, Morgan Pizzo Clark now he was a Peaceborough Junior he went over to cross the Atlantic to play over there and he's been playing NCAA 3 but his father is David David Clark ex-Peterborough Pirates, ex-Nottingham Panthers, GB International. Uh, He's had his, I think he's actually had his number retired by the British team. I think he may have had his uh, number retired by Nottingham as well. But yeah, David Clark, fantastic, fantastic player. And his son, Morgan, is following in his footsteps. Nice. Very good player in his own right. Uh, leads us to the last of the teams at Sheffield Steelers. 
And they've got a good development deal running with the Steel Dogs. So players are coming through the Sheffield Junior system. They're going into the Steel Dogs. Steel Dogs train them up. They're cross-training with the Steelers. And so there's basically a full pathway from under nines through to Elite League in Sheffield, which is a fantastic thing to see. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. And it's been a long time coming. So I think definite hat tip to Sheffield for getting all their getting all their ducks in a row on that one. So, um, Steelers lineup. So, a lot of these names will be familiar, as we've just mentioned most of them, talking about the Steel Dogs team. David Phillips, currently Steel Dogs. Jonathan Phillips, currently Steel Dogs. Um, Brendan Connolly, he's not been playing much this season. Robert Dell, GB International, very good. He was has been with the Steelers for a few years. Yeah. Uh, some... Some kid by the name of Liam Kirk. Don't know if he'll get anywhere with his name. <laughs> yeah, sure. So Liam, Liam Kirk, he's been, everyone knows, he's been drafted by Coyotes. He's been playing in the National Division Spring Cup. He's probably got as many goals as some players have ice time minutes <laughs> so far. So he's he's definitely keeping his name in the loop. In the loop. There was a, an article on him recently. I think the Sheffield star that he is still aiming very firmly at um, the NHL. And I have to be honest, if he gets to go back over the Atlantic, if he gets to play with uh, the Peets again as an overager, I think that's pretty much set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's done really well over there. So Matt Myers, I think he's been playing. He's um, another GB International. Sam Jones been playing with the Wildcats. Josh Waller, not been playing so far this season, but he's still a good pickup. Um, he's another ex-Premier um, League player that's made the step up and done well. Alex Graham, we've spoken about him enough times. Uh, ben Churchfield, he's the backup goalie. No, he's the main goalie, sorry. Uh, Adam Jones playing with the Wildcats. And then you've got uh, Jason Hewitt. He has been a very long... He was a long-time Sheffield Steelers player gone to uh, Pirates. He's now back with the Steel Dogs. And then in their tax squad, they've got Jack Muscle, Chris Warburton, who's backup netminder, and they've actually passed on their final position. So I think they may be able to sign another player or two out of that. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's the Elite League draft. Um, Just four teams in this uh, series. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, I I mean... Um, I know you'll probably be able to catch the games on your side. Um, mm-hmm. and then I'll just do what I'm doing on this side and, uh, look at the uh, stats and everything. And we'll just go over that every, every week too. If you want to continue after the, yeah, uh, no, that'd be uh, good. Um, that'd be good. after this last year, being able to follow hockey as much as I have been able to, and in this one as well, being able to see some different levels of hockey. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think we're going to be in for a good end to the year. Well, I know you've become a pretty much a staple on the show, Dan. Um, <laughs> yeah, not... sorry about that. Oh no, hey, <laughs> when you talk to yourself for an hour at least every week, trying to come up with material and not to bore everybody, so yeah, it, it's it's always fun to have that co-host. Uh, I know I do miss uh, chit chatting with Donnie on here. So yeah, on, on that note. Um, I know I got to get off to, I'm a gym buff guys. If I don't get my gym session in before I work, I kind of look like a crack kid that hasn't had his uh, fix for the week. So (laughs) now that I'm saying drugs are good people, I'm just saying I look like that one fiend that's trying to find his fix. Um, Any uh, last notes, Dan? Uh, No, not really. Um, Like I say, if you get a chance to watch the games, have a look. On, if you go on Twitter, look for um, either the IHA or NIHL. So if you find either of those on Twitter, you should be able to pick up some updates and possibly find links to be able to get onto the games. Yeah, I mean, you can find a, uh, NIHL under, uh, I believe their uh, at is uh, at 1NIHL on uh, Twitter yeah. and EHA, um, just type in eha and you'll find that right away so 
I want to give a uh, mention to everybody that is listening today. The uh, Raiders Junior Ice Hockey Club has done a, an amazing thing, especially with International uh, Women's Week uh, this week, especially on Monday when it was International Women's Day. They have brought in a few ladies from the uh, Team GB's International Ice Hockey uh, Women's Team, and they're bringing in Saffron Allen and Jody Bloom, which I've interviewed uh, either last month or a month before that. Uh, really great ladies, uh, really really strong professional uh, presence as well. They're also bringing in Kim Lane. Um, for those of us that know Kim, she's a really great person, um, always willing to talk hockey with you if uh, you give her a chance. Um, brother or sister of Dan Lane, who is uh, currently with the Huskies, if I'm correct. Yeah, Huskies. And uh, they just announced their squad for the NIHL Cup. And then you also have Ellie uh, Wakeling. I, I don't know much about her. I'm sure you've probably heard of her name, Dan. Um, yeah. So those four ladies are going to be on their uh, show on Thursday, tomorrow night, um, on the uh, 11th of, uh, of uh, March. And you can find that at 7 p.m. General Mountain Time or for us over here in the U.S. That'd be 7 p.m. U.K. time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our side. Um, you can find the Zoom link on the uh, Romford Junior Raiders uh, pages on uh, social media. So make sure you check that out if you have a chance. Um, even if you're on this side of the pond, just take a chance and get out there and listen to it. Um, especially Saffron and Jody, um, really two great people that I had an opportunity to interview. Um, and then for uh, some of our sponsors out there, Make sure you go and check out 4Check Clothing. Um, you can find them on Instagram at 4Check underscore clothing. You can find them on Facebook at 4Check Clothing. And also uh, on the internet at www.4check.co.uk. You can also uh, uh, order a lot of uh, some of their great products that they're coming out with, especially goalies. Make sure you check out that uh, catcher's uh, uh, glove hand uh Shock, uh, shock, I believe it's like a shock absorbing glove. Um, quite a few of uh, the illegals have tried it out to include you and King and a few others. Um, our other uh, sponsor, eFlow, uh, my buddy Eric out in California. Make sure you check his company out at www.eflownutrition.com as well as you can find them on social media. Just type in eFlow Nutrition in any one of the search engines and it'll pop right up. Um, check out their shakers. If you're looking for some really cool gym swag, make sure you check out their t-shirts um, as well as their uh, sleeveless, uh, t uh, sleeveless uh, tanks. And before you check out, make sure you write in our promo code, WTP explanation point 2021. It'll get you a really great discount code. So make sure you check them out. Um, one other company that we're uh, still uh, uh, still uh, in a connection with right now is Hockey Art Clothing Company out of the UK as well. Um, you can find them on Facebook at Hockey Art Clothing, Instagram and Twitter at Hockey Art CO. And you can also find them on the internet at www.hockeyartclothing.co.uk. As for us at um, Instagram, or as as for us, um, you can find us at um, Instagram at what the puck underscore podcast, Twitter hockey, or uh, what the puck uh, hockey. Oh wow! Um, let me start over on that one. You can it's, find us uh, on the socials. Yeah, you can find us on the socials. Um, is there anything you want to let people know where they can find you if interested, Dan? Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I don't really do much in the way of hockey stuff online now these days. <laughs> so just you guys, you have my soul and undivided attention. Exactly. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know, but you have it. You know? <laughs> All right. So let's try that uh, Twitter handle again one last time. It's going to be what the puck pod one. There we go. I nailed it. And then as far as uh, Facebook, you can find us at What the Puck by Game On, a sports podcast for everyone, or WTP Game On Sports Podcast. So until next time, next week, um, hopefully it's not such a bloodbath because uh, that makes things more interesting. Yeah. Remember to have a safety word during hockey games, folks. And depending on when you're listening to this, you have a good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, and if Dan and I were soothing you off to sleep again, we feel bad for you, but we are 100% glad you are listening. So, until next time, this is Jeff and Dan on 
Hockey Tea Time Chat.